Hey guys, welcome to Electronic Dance Money, your number one business resource for making money as electronic musicians and producers. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Another brand new episode of Electronic Dance Money. I'm your host, Christian Casido. I hope everyone is kicking off the new year right, starting to get back into the swing of things, producing music, working on your business and marketing stuff. Let's get right to it and start the show. Today, we're going to be discussing five tips that are going to help you with promotion, track promotion. And this is kind of going to dip into an extended version of getting more streams because if you properly promote your music, you're going to get more streams. So this is one that I see producers completely disregarding or they just don't know how to go about promotion. So here we go. Five things that are going to help you step up your promo game, conquer it, get more plays, get more fans. The first tip we're going to be discussing today is starting to come up with a promo plan before you actually start releasing music. This promo plan is going to be your guide. It's your Bible for your release. It's going to be what you follow step by step. It's so important to create a promo plan because it it has all of your calls to action and you, you know, spend a few days coming up with this or maybe even a week and do some research while you're creating your promo plan so you can figure out exactly what the best plan of action is going to be for your release. You'll want to set up the first week of promotion, second week, third week, fourth week, etc. However long you want to actually promote the build up to the release for. And then there should be a post-release plan that you also have in place. So let's say you promote for four weeks leading up to the release. If you're self-distributing or the record label, you can reach out to the record label and say, hey, I've got this promo plan. When can I start promoting? How many weeks before the release? And they'll let you know. And then that can determine how much you want to actually promote after the release. And there might there's going to be differences from building up to the release to when it's actually released and you're doing the post-release promotion. But it's key to still have post-release promotion in there because, you know, you're creating all this buildup and all this hype, well, you also want to end that on a high note and continue the promotional process so that the train keeps rolling, especially if you get a lot of, which we're going to get into this later, pre-saves on Spotify, then you know that you've got some momentum going with your pre-release. So in your post-release, you should be going a little bit harder for the for two, three, maybe even four weeks after it's released to try to get more streams and get more fans. So then they'll be there for your pre-release stuff and all that promotion. And then you can see how it kind of continues on from there. So, so as we go through this promo plans and the things that you'll kind of want to set up, it's for you to decide what is going to be pre-release and what's going to be post-release. Because there might be some differences, you know, depending on what kind of artist you are and how you want to go about it. This is, can be completely customized, but some of the things we're going to be talking about, the promo plan, they're kind of, they, they have to be included, whether or not they're pre-release or post-release. It's how you can successfully 
roll out your entire track. And, you know, I think a lot of the issues that producers have is they're, they're like, I feel like there's so many things I need to do for promo, but I don't know where to start. As with a lot of things, I mean, sometimes you'll open up a project and you'll just be looking at a blank screen and go, I don't even know where to start because there's so many things that I need to do. Same thing with with promotion. You, you need to set up a plan that's in place for you to follow so you have a guide so you know what's next. You know what's coming up. You know what you need to do. The first part of your promo plan is kind of an obvious one that I'm sure a lot of you do, but it's getting the cover art set up. Cover art is so meaningful to your release. It kind of gives a listener a visual representation of what they're going to experience and it sets the mood for the track. So you need to hire someone to get really good cover art down for you unless you're a graphic artist and you're already really good at this sort of thing. I always recommend getting an actual graphic artist to create this cover art for you and specifically like find a graphic artist that just does cover art and just does cover art for EDM music because they're going to already have things set up to get you put in the right direction. That way you don't have to go back and forth the with an artist five, six, seven times to get it readjusted and things changed. And especially if, you know, if you're working with a graphic artist that doesn't isn't really niche down in your type of music or even cover art, some of them might charge five or ten bucks per revision. So if you're not set up with someone who knows what they're doing, you're going to have a lot of issues. And if you spend 50 bucks for cover art, you might end up spending 50, 60 or even 70 extra dollars just on revision so you can get the project that you're wanting. Now, if you if you go back and forth with someone that many times that you're spending that much on revisions, you should never get that far. You should cut them out as soon as you get into a second revision that's already cost you $20 and still not where it's at. Try to get a refund. I don't think a refund will work. I, I personally think it's a little... If you didn't do your research and chose someone that you know is going to do the do the right thing for you, um, then it's it's really not up to that artist to refund you. Uh, they're just trying to do what you want, but you might not be placing the right vision for them or they're just not the one suited for the job. Uh, and they've already done work. They've already put the hours in and tried to help you out, but it didn't work. So sometimes they might not refund you. And that's to me, that's okay. I understand that. So do some research. Find someone who is really good at what they're doing for your genre and uh, stick with them. I mean, they, they should be able to take care of you. So you want to get that cover art set up. Now, the second part to the cover art thing is videos as well. Because again, the whole point of getting people to actually listen to your track is creating this emotion through this visual representation, which is what they're always going to see first when you're sharing a link on Instagram. You're probably going to share the cover art or a video. Uh, or on Facebook, or on TikTok, or on Snapchat. It's always going to be a visual representation first. So you want to have good cover art. Highly recommend videos. Whether that's an animated video of your cover art, or you actually have, like, if, you, if you're playing a show soon, coming up, hire a videographer, a good one. Or try to get connected with a videographer who can hook you up with a good deal. But if you can find a good videographer that does music at venues, uh, and they've done EDM events, 
hire one for your next show and they'll get you really good shots and hopefully they edit as well and they can get you good edited shots you got to get some really good shots of you walking around a town before the show and then also at the show of you playing and that's great edited video or that's great video that you can take edit yourself or hire someone to edit for you and put your track behind it and you can start promoing that on social media as well as YouTube. So everything is turning towards video. People are wanting to see things and it personalizes you and your page a lot more. And putting your own music behind that just makes you look even better and makes the track sound even better as well, especially if it's of a live show. Part two for setting up your promo plan is making sure that you have a story behind your release. I know we've talked about this in previous episodes and it, it kind of stays true and it will never go away, but you want to have a story behind what you're releasing. You know, sharing your track on Facebook and just saying, hey, I've got a new track out here, check it out, and then just sharing the link, it's not enough. You need a story behind your re- release. What was your inspiration for the track? Why did you write it? Why should people listen to your track? When they see what you write and they see you have a new track out, they should be thinking in their head, oh my God, I cannot miss this. I need to check out this track. And then you'll have a link to pre-save it or they can immediately go listen to it on Spotify. But the point is, is that you have a story behind that release and you're attracting people to want to go and listen to your music right away. So once you have that story in place, then obviously, you know, if this is pre-release, I just mentioned either having somewhere where they can go pre-save it or the track is already released but if you're you should obviously already have a story behind everything that you're promoting especially during your pre-release so you should have an action for that person to take don't share anything until you actually have an action for them to take they should be able to look at your post say this is amazing i can't miss it and then they should be able to click on a link that's going to allow them to either listen to the track or again pre-save it some sort of thing like that There needs to be an action. You don't want them to just scroll, see it, and then forget about it two minutes later when they're looking at memes. You're gone out of their feed, especially if they didn't like it. They probably won't see it again until you start, until you post another thing about it. So you want them to take an action so that it might remind them later on in the future to listen to the track. And this is where pre-saves or pre-purchases come into place. And we're going to get a little bit more into what a pre-save looks like and where you can go to get one done. But just remember that there needs to be an action. And if you're doing pre-release stuff, a pre-purchase is perfect for that or a pre-save is great. Now, the fourth part on your promo plan should be deciding when you should send tracks out to your promo list. We're going to do a whole episode on promo lists. So I'm going to kind of dive into a brief description on what your promo list should be like. You should be collecting emails from every single DJ you meet. Anyone who DJs, get their email, whether you're just talking on Facebook or whatever. If you're friends with a bunch of DJs on Facebook or connected with them on Instagram, when you're doing promo, send them a message and say, hey, I've got a new track coming out. I'd like to send it to you. Can I get your email to add to my promo list? Nine times out of 10, they're going to say, yeah, of course, I'm down to check it out. And I'm sure you're probably already sending these tracks to these guys because they probably produce and you probably get feedback from them. Now, get an email from them, create a Word document, start collecting those emails. And basically with this promo release, it's, it's a promotion list. 
It's a list of people that you're going to send the track to weeks or sometimes even months before the track is actually released so that they can play in live sets and they can tell you how the release is doing um, or they'll, you know, if, if it's doing really well on the dance floor, more than likely they'll reach out and be like, yo, this track is hitting really hard. Uh, send me more tracks if you have any, which is a great position to be in. That's when you know you're writing really good music. But again, this can be sent out, and most of the time it is, it's sent out one to two months prior to the track actually releasing. Um, if you don't have that much time, two or three weeks before is should be perfectly fine. But start collecting these emails for you to send out to DJs for them to check out and start playing in clubs and festivals and other venues. Now, the fifth thing is kind of one you're probably going to want to start out with right from the get when you're coming up with your promo plan and that's when you actually want to start promotion when do you want to start promoting things on social media this is key when's your track being released if you're signing with a record label ask them when you can start promoting obviously if you're self-distributing you get to decide when you want to release that track and when you want to start promoting sometimes it might even be a good idea to come up with your promo plan and then send your demos to record labels so that everything's in place, everything's done for that time. And if they do decide to send a track, send them your promo plan and say, hey, what do you guys think about this? Is there anything you'd like me to integrate? Is there anything from here that you guys can integrate into your promo plan? How can we kind of mutually work on this promotion so that it can get the best traction that it needs? It's a really great idea to do that. It shows how professional you are and how serious you take your music, which record labels really want to see. The sixth thing is kind of a, a it's similar to deciding when you want to promote um, the pre-release stuff. This is also when you're wanting to decide to do post-release promo and exactly what you want to include in that. Obviously, you're going to be doing post-release promo the day it releases, but how often do you want to be doing post-promo? Do you want to do a lot more pre-release stuff where you're promoting two or three times a week. And then when the actual release comes, maybe it's just one post a week, but those need to be very strong posts. You're just doing one post a week for post promo stuff. Make sure it's the strongest pieces in your promotional stuff because you're only doing that once a week. It's not going to be showing up as often. So you really want that to hit home and get people to want to listen to your track, but decide, you know, come, come up with a, a post promo plan you, you that's kind of a sub plan of your actual pre-release promo plan and the final thing is to decide when you want to actually submit your track to playlists and blogs or radio stations or record labels whatever it is you you're wanting to submit your track to this needs to be done in advance two to three weeks the farthest you can go back the better just so playlists and blogs have enough time to listen to your stuff give you some criticism and decide whether or not they want to put you in their content um, obviously you need to guarantee that this track is coming out on this day so that they can prepare for that sort of thing but if you can give them a month in advance notice that gives them enough time to respond to you or if you don't hear back from them in two weeks then you have time to follow up and see where they're at and if they're still interested now obviously i I numbered some of these things in your promo plan, but that's not the order necessarily the order that you should be going in. It's going to be different for most people and what you're wanting to do for your promo plan. 
But if you go to enviousaudio.com slash promo plan, you can check out the PDF guide that I have there that you can download. All you got to do is sign up on my email list and you'll get a complete PDF guide of the steps you need to take in order to set yourself up for success for your promotional plan. So check that out, guys. Download it. I think it'll be a good guide for you and to kind of get you started and what you need to look out for and the steps you need to take to set yourself up for success. And let's recap that real quick. So you're going to want to obviously set up your weeks. How how many weeks do you want to be doing a pre-release promo plan? And then how many weeks do you want to be doing a post-release? And then within those weeks, you're going to want to figure out when you want to start promoting the track with your cover art or your videos, and then make sure you have a story behind that release, as well as a call to action for people to take to either pre-save it or pre-purchase it, and then figure out when you want to send tracks out to your promo list for people to start playing at shows, when you actually want to start promoting post-release promo, and then submitting your track to playlist curators, blogs, radio, magazines, whatever it is that you're wanting to do. Let's move on to tip number two, which I think should be an easy one for you guys if you if you have some close friends that really support you as well as family, and that's that's asking for support from those people. Some of the key ingredients to getting traction on your release stuff is to be making sure that people are sharing this stuff. So that means reaching out for support from family and friends. You know, find like four to five of the closest family members that you have. And then some of your closest friends, I know some of you have 10, 15, 20 friends that support you and are willing to help share your stuff. So what I would recommend is taking a pen and paper and writing, try writing down five or 10 of your family members that you know would help support your release and promotion. And then do the same thing with your friends. I would try to aim for 20 friends that you know would help support your release and then divide those people up into subcategories for your weekly promotional stuff. So week one, these five friends I'm going to ask to share this post. Week two, I'm going to ask these five friends or family members to share this post. Week three, I'm going to ask these five friends or family members to share this one, etc. Set these people up for the specific weeks in a chart that you have and then reach out to them and say, hey, you know, in like a month or two, I've got this track being released. I've got a post that I'd like you to share. Would you mind sharing it? All you have to do is go to Facebook, hit the share button or put it in your Instagram news store, put it in your Instagram story, whatever it is that you want want them to do, but just tell them I'll send you the link when it's I'll send you the link when it's posted. You just need to share it for me. I would really appreciate that. That way you don't have to go to every single person every single week or every other day asking them to share something and then they get annoyed and they don't want to just fill up their newsfeed with your stuff. But things are in order and you've got a consistent group of people sharing stuff. If people support you, like your friends that are on this list of people that you want to help promote your music, if they see other people sharing a post that you didn't ask them to share and they see five or six people that have shared it, They're more willing to share it without you even asking. They kind of want to be a part of that group as well. So you might actually build some other traction with people you didn't ask to promote the track, but they're going to help anyway, especially if they know that it's going to help you out. So I think this is a very key one for you guys is reach out to friends, figure out who those family and friends are, get a list of them, 
organize them into which post you want them to share and then ask them to share it. I'm sure they're more than willing to if they actually support you and they're good friends with you or they're a loving family member. All right, the third tip that I'm going to be sharing today is setting up pre-saves and pre-purchases like we were discussing before. Pre-saves are starting to become more and more significant with Spotify, especially with their curated playlist that Spotify actually controls. One of the things that they'll actually pay attention for that is the pre-saves. If, if you have pre-saves set up, they'll look at how many people have pre-saved it. And you if you have a significant amount of people that have pre-saved the track, they're more willing to put that in their playlist because they can kind of get a good idea of what the streams are going to look like for this. Or if they push it a little bit, how many more streams you'll actually get from that and how popular you might be within their playlists. Plus, it actually adds to your algorithm for popping up in other radio stations, as well as including the data that your track receives for how many playlists that you're included in or how many people have added you to their playlist. So the company that I recommend for this is show.co. And I think this is an affiliate of CD Baby or even CD Baby owns show.co. But with show.co, basically what you do is you create a you can create a campaign through there, which actually allows you to run audio ads on Spotify and iHeartRadio. And that can be really good for you if you want to, you know, promote your track. You can create a button where they can go pre-save that track, which is all done through show.co. But on top of that, you can create an audio clip of you saying, hey, I'm so-and-so, whatever your artist name is. I've got a new track coming out in a couple of weeks. Check it out here. Click the link to pre-save the release and then it fades into the buildup of your track. And then maybe you just play the first 15 seconds of the drop. So that right there is like a 15 or 20 second ad. It's perfect for Spotify. And you start getting some promotion done actually on Spotify, which people can go and click and pre-save it for you right away. You can do this on Spotify and iHeartRadio, which can really help just push your release to some people that you never would have actually connected with. So not only do you create a pre-save link, but you can actually run ads with this campaign targeting your market on the applications that they're actually using to listen to music. It's kind of a best of both worlds scenario. So I highly recommend show.co. I don't think their prices are ridiculous. I think most of their ads are probably um, either... PPC, which is pay per click, or PPV, which is pay per view. So anytime someone views your ad, you'll get charged a certain amount. And you can set a budget on there so you don't want to spend any more than $30 or $40, which is not a lot to be spending on ads. Or if you want to spend like $10 a day and set it for a specific date that you want the ad to actually run to. So maybe you want to spend $10 a day, you do that for 10 days, 100 bucks in there, you get some people pre saving your release. You're looking really good for Spotify playlists right out the get. Once your track is released, they get a notification on Spotify. Hey, this track's released or it's added to their playlist. And then they start listening to it right away. And you actually get significant streams from there. Man, if you can run an ad $100 for 10 days and get 1,000 people to pre-save that, that's 1,000 more listeners and possibly 1,000 more new fans that will actually start following you on Spotify. So don't disregard it. Check out show.co. Do a little bit more research on it. I think it can do you some really good there. All right, let's get into tip number four, which is 
going more into the visual video representation of your stuff and we're going to be talking a lot about one of my favorite apps tiktok but before we get into tiktok let's talk a little bit about what you can do to create some more promo content that's visually pleasing lyric videos are a big one if your music's not on youtube you are missing out on some significant traffic for your stuff, especially being added to people's playlists. Or if you can reach out to some big curators of YouTube playlists, you can send it to them. They can upload it to their account and give you some significant traffic. But creating a lyric video is great. People love to sing along to things, obviously, if you have a vocalist. But people love to sing along to things, especially if you have a really nice visually pleasing lyric video they love that kind of stuff you can use this across the board on so many things instagram stories facebook snapchat obviously tiktok youtube you can promote in a ton of different places you can create video ads for all of these social media sites that includes just the hook for your track or 30 seconds of the vocal into the drop and then you cut the ad ask people to pre-save it and boom, you've got some really good uh, pre or post content. I mean, you could do that for the pre-release and then post-release. You can just have people go listen to the track and add it to their playlist. Again, you can run these ads on YouTube themselves. There's so many places that you could put this video content that you can be promoting for people and you're in a really good position. Animated cover art is another great one as well. Find a good video editor, give them the cover art and tell them you just want the image to move a little bit. You want some texture in there and some movement for uh, an audio loop of your track that's 30 seconds long, maybe 15 seconds. They can add probably like five to 10 seconds of basically a visual loop that people won't even notice is an actual loop. But then you put your music behind that, start uploading it to IGTV, Upload it to Facebook, upload it to your stories, Snapchat, obviously TikTok, and uh, be promoting the release date of the track on that cover art, your name, the actual track itself, and the music. The third type of video content that I recommend is going straight into TikTok, and that's dance videos. Like I was talking about hiring a videographer for a show, if you can, find a videographer that's wanting to do a dance video and mention your music or start connecting with the videographer and say, hey, you know, I'm a producer. Here's my content. Here's a new track I'm working on. If you're wanting to do a dance video, I would love for you to do it with my music. That way I can promote it for this sort of thing. Or just flat out hire a videographer, find some good dancers you know that are willing to jump in and do a dance video for you, an original routine. That's great content for YouTube, great content for IGTV. Uh, Facebook, it's good content for Facebook, but primarily for Instagram and TikTok. I think that's going to be a great one. And obviously YouTube. Extending on the dance video stuff. If you know someone who does TikTok, who creates content on TikTok, send them your track and ask them to do some dance videos with your track. Or if you can, find some big creators on TikTok and see if you can pay them to do create a dance video to your original music. Your music should 100% be on TikTok regardless because you never know who's going to find that and who's going to want to create an original dance to your track on TikTok. And overnight, it blows up to where 2 million people are using your audio and then they're looking up your name on Spotify. And seriously, overnight, you can get 
hundreds of thousands of Spotify followers and plays. So your stuff should completely be on TikTok. Find people who can do dance videos where you can post it on your own TikTok page. They can post it on their TikTok page. Or if you have a dance video created, you can cut that and edit it into minute long clips or 30 second long clips and upload that yourself so you have original content and you're putting your audio on there for people to also create video and dance content with. Your music should be on TikTok. I'm, I, I won't stop saying it. You are missing out on a, a major market for musicians. I mean, half, I'd say more than half of the content on TikTok is just music. Most of the sounds, it's fucking music. This is the future of music promotion. It's people promoting your track for free if it blows up. If you get the right people to share your track and create videos with, it's free promotion. You reap so many benefits of just putting your music on TikTok. Don't regret this opportunity that you have right now. You're in a really good spot where not a lot of people are still on TikTok or even care about it, but they will once things start blowing up even more. So create a TikTok account. Find out how to get your music on TikTok. I know if you use DistroKid, you have an option. You just check a box to put your music on TikTok. That's one of the easiest ways without even having to create an account or upload anything to it. But get your music on TikTok. I won't say it again. Actually, I will because you need to get on TikTok. But Snapchat is another good one too. If you've got some friends that or, or even fans are on Snapchat, you can put these types of videos on snapchat as well for them to check out for 24 hours you guys know how snapchat works it's just like instagram stories it's just like facebook stories so tiktok for most of this video promotional content i th i think it's going to be the best one obviously youtube's a great one um and then you know throw some stuff on there for snapchat as well all right this is the last tip for the episode and this one is going to be more for the advanced producer, the ones that have a significant amount of fans or are building a lot more traction with their music. And this one is focused on shows and your post-release process and is more than likely going to be the very last step in your post-promo plan that you're going to be implementing. And this is all about talking to local venue owners or uh, local venues in a spe specific area, specific city or a specific town, wherever you're at. And what this one is all about is showing the people who are listening to you in that town. So if you've put all of the things into place that I've talked about today and you've done a promo plan that lasts eight weeks, four weeks pre-release, four weeks post-release, and you got some good traction on the release. Let's say you got 20, 30, 40, maybe even 100,000 plays from that track from your promo plan. Take a look at your analytics on Spotify or whatever app you have or wherever you're promoting your music the most. Take a look at your analytics and see the location of where you're getting the most plays from. And I know you can do this through your artist profile on Spotify, but let's say you had... 10 or 15,000 plays in New York City and you live in who knows Maine or even Florida or hell where I'm at in Texas if you're getting a bunch of plays in New York this is a good opportunity for you to start looking at some of the venues out there 
and start connecting with some of the bookers there, some of the venues and some of the promoters. Reach out to them and get acquainted with them. If you can find them on Facebook, try to add them on Facebook and then slowly build your relationship with them there. If they add you on Facebook, start liking their stuff, commenting on their stuff, sharing their stuff. Don't quite message them, but let them recognize who you are and your name. So when you jump in their inbox, they're not kind of thrown back like, who the hell is this person? But once you've kind of established that relation, by the way, you can do the same thing on LinkedIn as well, which I highly recommend. Um, Sometimes just right out the get an email won't do it for you. But as you start to kind of build this relationship for a couple of months after your release, you can start talking to them and be like, hey, you know, I've got this track that I released a couple months ago. I've got a new track coming up here. Um, I'm looking for some more venues to play at. Here's a here's a uh, screenshot of of my analytics from Spotify. I've got like 10,000 plays in New York. I think I might be able to bring some people in the door through a show like this. Do you have anything where I can open up or play a mid-level slot, something like that. But the important thing is is to build the relationship first before you ask for these kinds of things. But this is going into promo because this is a part of the track that you're actually you were actually promoting. Once you see that you're getting a significant amount of plays in a specific city, that's kind of that kind of shows to bookers and people who in venues that oh, this person might actually be able to drive ticket sales and might actually be able to get booked or might actually be able to bring heads in the door and they'll enjoy them. So pay attention to your analytics, track the analytics for those for specific cities on like a spreadsheet or something and start connecting to some venues you want to play at in these cities and get to know these people and build a relationship for them so that you can present something like this to them and they won't be so standoffish. They'll actually take it into consideration and you might actually be able to start booking out-of-state venues, which is very important. You're getting significant plays in your local scene. It's even easier because then you can go out to the shows of the people that you that are throwing the parties you want to be playing at. You can go to the shows, shake the people's hands, get to know them in person, get to know the artists, the promoters, uh, the bartenders, just like Sean Johnson was saying in episode 15, you know, get to know those people at the venue and then show them the analytics. Pr- get, you've got proof. Hey, look at how many people are listening to me in the city. I've got a bunch of friends that I that'll come to the show. I've got some family that'll come to the show. I can actually sell tickets and bring people in the door. Can I get a gig here? You, obviously, you don't want to just write out right away. Just be like, can I get a gig here? Uh, you want to be a little bit more business minded you know what can you offer obviously if if you have if you show the analytics you can offer heads which are very important so that's it this is the end of the episode but bridging off of that last one the next episode i am super excited about we've got so-called productions coming into the next episode it's a handful of people who run a production company out of minnesota these guys are killing it they saw an opportunity in the market for the small community that they have. They started running shows and they're paying artists. They're making good money. They just started in 2018. They're going to come in and share their story. And we're going to be talking about how to get booked for your first gig, how to get opener slots, how to get midliner slots, how to get headliner slots. We're going to be talking about all of this in the next episode. And then hopefully we're going to be doing either a part two episode to that one or just another episode later on. And 
basically what we'll be going into is how you as an artist can start your own production company so you can start throwing your own shows booking your own artists and starting a business that way super excited for it it's going to be a really 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 good episode jam-packed with a lot of information guys so stay tuned for that one head to enviousaudio.com slash promo plan to get your free pdf guide to promo it's going to have all the things we talked about that need to be included in your promo plan go and rate and review the show on uh apple podcast guys i'm still looking for some more reviews i'd love to know what you guys think of the show it helps me out i really appreciate it as always head to facebook.com check out the community electronic dance money community head to enviousaudio.com slash episode 19 to check out the show notes and i'll see you guys in the next episode Take care and happy producing.